Good evening, friends and family, and welcome to A Safe Space Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am Francis Hall. I am Calvin Williams. If it is 7.01 p.m. on January 30th, 2021, you're listening live. If it's any other day, any other time, Eastern Standard Time, then it's a pre-record. That's right. We are going to do a little mix of talk, a little mix of music. And uh, Calvin was telling me he had a pretty good week. Nothing happened. Boring is the new good. Absolutely. <laughs> Boring is the new good. Like President, President Biden's speech, his address to the nation. It was so blissfully boring. It was all facts and science and truth. It was wonderful. It's it's all you can ever ask for. I know. Some. I know. I'd like to play this song, uh, The Israelites, and I'll tell you just a little bit about it while he's getting it set up. This was uh, released in October 1968. This is what I'm going to say about it. This is the most popular song that nobody can understand. Desmond Decker, The Israelites. happened but uh calvin was having some problem some technical problems on his end there and it was literally five seconds before showtime five seconds before we got that worked out but we got it worked out and here we are for you how are you doing over there calvin i'm not sure if you can still hear me Everything just dropped. I can hear you, but the uh, the the screen is there. It's going. Yeah, it looks like it's looks like it's going to be one of those shows tonight. <laughs> hey, that's live radio. Hey, we are going to make it work. We're going to make I it forgot, work. Forgot to use uh, forgot to use alternate means to make this work. I'll do what I have to, but uh, we'll we'll work something out. Some fucking WD-40. <laughs> Some, <laughs> Some duct tape. tape. <laughs> um, I apologize. I, I'm pretty sure your uh, your intro did uh, about the uh, Israelites track did not go through the air. Oh, that's all right. All right. Well, uh, we'll just go ahead and play the song. Okay. Hope for the best. We're gonna hit play. Get up in the morning, slaving for bread, sir, so that every mouth can be fed. Up in the morning, saving for bread, sir, so that every mouth can be. 
Sound check. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm gonna have to close out. Uh, gonna have to close out the music program because it's 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 her. Okay. All right. So, okay, got the music program closed. Okay, we are still on the air. All right, we're gonna we're gonna have to rock like this for for the show. No music. At, at least at least no music coming from the computer. I might be able to cobble something together though. Um, give me a few minutes. Um, All right. In the meantime, you speak your piece. I'm gonna figure something out. <laughs> All right. Uh, so one of the things, one of the things that uh, we're gonna, and you can hear me while we're doing this, Calvin. Yep. yep. Okay. Cool. So one of the pieces I wanted to play tonight is uh, uh, maybe a couple of them, a couple of songs from a band called Pianosaurus, and the lead singer and songwriter of this band. He was a guy named Alex Garvin, and he was my brother John's like best best friend growing up. Uh, they lived, he and 
his, uh, I think it was just him and his mom. They lived just maybe four or five blocks from us. And, um, and Alex was always into music. Uh, he, he learned quite a bit about music and he walked into a toy store one day and he saw all of these toy instruments and saw how inexpensive they were. And it, it, it occurred to him that you could, you could, uh, have a whole band's worth of instruments for 50 bucks and they'd be really easy to get around gig to gig. Uh, and, um, so he spent, he spent years just figuring out how to get the, you know, the toy guitar to sound right with the toy piano to sound right with the toy drums. And, uh, and he figured it out and he got some excellent musicians together. Uh, Bianca, Bianca, uh, I'm blanking on her last name, but Bianca, Bianca Miller on keyboards, and I think another instrument. Steve Danziger on drums. Steve went on to play drums for earlier incarnations of King Missile, um, mm. and uh, uh, so they started to get gigs. And when they would show up, the sound person would just start fucking laughing. <laughs> are you fucking serious and then they would play and the music was good and someone uh took notice and they were they had recorded two live albums and then they recorded one studio album called groovy neighborhood and it's and it's good uh you know a lot of people you know they'll see this as a novelty band but they can't get past you know they, they can't write it off as a novelty band because it's good singing it's good songwriting it's good musicianship um so they record this album and then they record a second album studio album called back to school and martin scorsese used the title track the back to the the song named back to school for a short film that he did so it looks like they're getting ready to to make a name for themselves alex garvin mysteriously takes all of the master tapes we're on 1989, mm-hmm. leaves town. No one has seen or heard from him since. Really? Yes. <laughs> Holy smoke. <laughs> wow. It's one of those bizarre fucking missing almost rock star stories that, you know, that I have this connection to. You know, I, I I knew him growing up, of course. He was my brother's best friend. He was around the apartment a lot. I had been to his uh, family's beautiful brownstone they lived in. Beautiful brownstone. Um, but all the remains of Alex Garvin's work, there are two live albums. Have fucking fun trying to find them. There's Groovy Neighborhood, which you can get. And he also played guitar... On one of my brother's, I think it's my brother's first uh, band adventure. It was a band called You Suck. They had one single, uh, and the the A side was called You Suck, and the B side was called Get the Fuck Off the Stage. And I remember they they got some gigs. I remember one gig in particular at CBGBs, and uh, and John had plants in the audience. And they'd get up on stage, and before they played anything, one of the, the plant would say, You suck! And, and he would say, Oh, okay, we'll, we'll play You Suck. And they used anything for instruments. They would use a 
blender, or they would use a, a fucking vacuum cleaner, or anything that made noise, they would use as instruments. And for the second song, uh, and I think they only ever played two songs, he would, then he would say, any requests? And then the person in the audience would go, yeah, get the fuck off the stage! All right, then they played, get the fuck off the stage! <laughs> And the chorus for that was, well, we can't play, so all you say is get the fuck off the stage, get the fuck off the stage. <laughs> one of my theories, and, you know, it could be at all, but one of my theories as to what happened with Alex is, I think... You know, he had all of this musical training, he had all of this musical knowledge, and my brother John had no musical training whatsoever, and King Whistle stuff bigger than Pianosaurus, and maybe that made him crazy, and it's just, I'm out, I'm out, I'm done. How you doing over there, Calvin? Anyway, I, I, I liked You Suck quite a bit. I thought it was a fun group. Um, okay. I don't think they got a lot of gigs. <laughs> but, uh, but again, within, even amongst all of this, this noise that's going on, mm-hmm. and they, 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 yeah, they did, they did get one single out there. Uh, this was a time in New York. The, the You Suck single, I think, came out in 83. It was a very interesting time for music in New York where, uh, where people were able to get some, some weird shit out there. And maybe it wouldn't sell much. Maybe, you know, 1,000, 2,000 copies. Uh, they, it, 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 was, it was more about just getting shit out there. Not about selling a million records and getting famous, just getting what you could out there. It was very interesting. Is that my phone? Yeah. Ignore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going. <clears throat> All right, we're gonna. We're gonna try a thing here. All right. Um. Did you want um did you want Toy Store or Love is a two way street? Oh yeah, let's put oh that's great. You all right, let's see if let's see if our tech guy <laughs> let's do a funny thing happened on the way to the toy store. All right, here goes. We'll see. <laughs> you look nervous. There's a movie crew looking for something to do and people making scenes. There's an ice cream truck that's out of luck and a police car making a stand. Trying to apprehend the fool that tried to send a love letter there of Alphabet Land. And a funny thing happened on the way to the toy store today. Today and 
stepped onto the curb just to take a look around. Stepped on the thorn even though she'd been warned about the hazards of downtown. Round the square it gets pretty quiet like someone's gone off to sleep. And as she walked away on her hands, she said, What's a smile but a frown turned upside down? What's a smile but a frown turned upside down? Funny thing happened on the way to the toy store today. Isn't that great? Oh my goodness, that was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's beautiful, beautiful music that they that they were making. Yeah, they really were. That was wonderful. Oh yes. man. Yes. <laughs> I am I, it, it's it, it screams to me uh romantic comedy film music. It's it reminds me a little bit of Jonathan Richmond if you're familiar with him. Uh, I, I believe he he did the he was the main guy for there's something about Mary. Ah, uh, okay, yes. And I am going to it. It, it just came to me today uh, that this would be great, great for the film that I'm currently writing, uh, which is sort of a romantic comedy horror <laughs> thing. <laughs> romantic car, comedy horror revenge film whatever it turns out to be, if it turns out to be anything. I've been writing more and more in my head, but I haven't gotten much more down on paper, but whatever. It's, uh, it's fun. So, yeah, uh, they, they didn't have a lead guitarist. Lead guitarists tend to be, uh, well, you know, he'd, he'd explain the type of music and he'd be interested and then he'd get to the point where, okay, but it's all toy instruments. And, <laughs> <laughs> I I imagine that's that's a it's a little off putting for for some musicians out there. <laughs> but I think if you just instead of explaining, just played them that song. Like that, like that. There is like if that if that's your introduction to the sound that he's looking for, that should convince just about anybody yeah sweet 
what's happening February 2nd? Ah. <clears throat> so, <laughs> so February 2nd, um, I have a, a special episode of my show, Lush Vibes Radio, called The Quiet Storm. And all that is, is a, uh, The Quiet Storm is a nod to the, the radio format, The Quiet Storm, which is, is, uh, very popular in, like, a lot, like, a lot of, uh, um, radio stations that cater to, like, urban contemporary and, um, and black audiences, which is a combination of R&B from past and present, classic soul, smooth jazz, and kind of, like, everything in between, and so I'm, I'm putting on, um, my version of The Quiet Storm this coming Tuesday, February 2nd. Fantastic. Do you have a sample that uh, you could play for us? Um, actually, it just so happens that I've been working on my playlist today, so, um, let's see if I can bring something up real quick. Hmm. You know what? Let's. You know we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do uh, we're gonna get into some Aaron Neville for two reasons. Nice. I got <clears throat> this song. Um, the Aaron Neville song "Tell It Like It Is" is actually going to be one of the songs that I'll be playing for the Quiet Storm, and we get to uh, play this. Um, the day after his 80th birthday. All right. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Aaron Neville. This is Tell It Like It Is. If you want something to play with, go and find yourself a toy. Baby, my child, is too expensive and I'm not a little boy if you are serious don't play with my heart it makes me furious But if you want me to love you, then a baby I will. Girl, you know I will. Tell it like it is. Don't be ashamed. Let your conscience be your guide. But I know deep down inside. Of me, I believe you love me. Forget your foolish pride. Life is too short to have sorrow. You may be here today and gone tomorrow. 
might as well get what you want. So go on and live, baby. Go on and live. Tell it like it is. I'm nothing to play with. Go and find yourself a toy. But I. And I'm not your little boy. Like All right. Nice. A quiet storm coming up February 2nd, 11 p.m. on Lush Vibes Radio right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. What? I'm really sad that my DJ software isn't working right now because that would have been the perfect time for the thunder sound. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you got you got you're still you you did something, you know. You, can... We're still on the air, we're still playing music. I, I I think it helps. Well, you've told me it helps that when stuff like this happens, I don't panic at all. It's it's I, I I figure if people don't like what they're hearing, they'll listen to something else. <laughs> you know? And if people do enjoy hearing, you know, some live radio and it's not working out the way it's supposed to, but they people pull through and you still got a show. Yep. I think that's I think that's more interesting than everything happening perfect from the start. I think that's more interesting. It's also interesting when people <laughs> fall apart. <laughs> That's true too. And panic <laughs> and shit. Oh uh, man, that reminds me of when we did uh, we did uh, a show. It was a live show. Uh, what what's the the uh, the big award that that Radio Free Brooklyn is up for every year? It's we it's like best radio station in the United States. Oh, oh, is it? It's one that it's the one that is we actually Mixcloud? won one year. I believe it is Mixcloud. Yes. Okay. All right. So, so one year, they they gave us uh, an hour to to that they were that they were going to simulcast on whatever network they have, mm-hmm. and so <laughs> I knew that they had something like eight hundred thousand followers at that point for their for their live. Network and I use the one in ten equation. Eight hundred thousand means about eighty thousand are active listeners, and out of those eighty thousand, maybe eight thousand would be tuning in to the to the live show. And I was actually really close. It was it was like eighty five hundred listeners. Nice. Um, and there was a meeting, and Tom was like, uh, "So who would like to do this this live slot?" And immediately, me and Catherine put our hands up because yeah you know it's it, the the station was still pretty young uh 8500 new listeners it's a lot to us right um so we went for it and um and it had actually started the feed started a half hour before tom realized it did and <laughs> oh no <laughs> and he was he was uh 
nothing was working. So there's a half hour of Tom having a c- complete techie meltdown. <laughs> and and people are, are interacting and he can't see it. Like oh. like at one point he, he was like, Oh damn it, there's a fucking roach on the soundboard and people are like, Kill it and then other people are like, Don't kill it. <laughs> There's fucking chatter back and forth about the fucking roach in the studio. Oh my goodness. Like, that... Okay, that right there sounds just like performance art. It was awesome. I'm sure not to Tom. I hope looking back it was awesome. But we love Tom. We love the station. And this is our time to tell you a little bit about how you can help us out. Uh, You can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate and uh your that that'll that page will tell you where to how, how to give us some money and anything you give to us is that was a cool noise let me do that again oh that's the spring on my uh microphone oh cool that could that could be that could be a cool musical instrument. <laughs> I know. If this was you suck. <laughs> Anything you give to us is tax deductible. <laughs> to the fullest extent of the law. We are a five oh one C three. 5013. No, 501C3. <laughs> I have a new toy. <laughs> it makes everything a little bit ominous. Like that that's that's the new thunderstorm sound. That's a new thunderstorm sound. <laughs> and uh do we have some copy to read? Uh yes, we do. We can laugh again. Yes, I know. It feels so good, man. <laughs> We were supposed to have this after, you know, when the election was called, and then I don't even want to say his name, but we were gonna we're gonna be talking about him for years. Then Trump took a dump, took a big fucking month and a half long dump on our party. Mm. It was, ugh. That was like that was the culmination of what was already a really really weird four years. Mm-hmm. And then when the insurrection, when the Chris Cuomo is calling it attempted coup, so I'm not the only one, when the attempted coup happened, my mom had been napping, and, uh, and uh, when she woke up from her nap, I said it just so calmly. I said, uh, Mom, Trump has incited a riot, and uh, they have taken over the Capitol, and it's not under control yet. Um Dinner tonight is going to be <laughs> nice. I like that. Yep. You just got it. I mean, it's what at that point what what the hell can you even say? It's just just another day in the neighborhood, man. 
Yeah, I wasn't like saying it in a freaked out way because I wasn't freaked out. I'd been looking at this fucker's Twitter. I'd been seeing mm-hmm. his 88 million users and him saying, come to the Capitol, come to the Capitol, stop the steal, stop the steal. I'm like, well, this isn't going to go well. Right. So it for for people that were paying attention, it came as a surprise to none of us. <laughs> no. Nope. All right. We have you know, some copy. Yeah, we can. We got. <laughs> <laughs> that <clears throat> I feel like I feel like that's the official time to move on sound. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's take a moment to thank our sponsor, City Running Tours. If you live in New York City and run for either fun or exercise, here's a fun way to learn something about the city while you're getting in your workout. City Running Tours is now offering neighborhood running tours designed with locals in mind. New York City takes pride in the diversity and character of its neighborhoods, and these unique running tours offer an opportunity to learn the history of our neighborhood and get personal recommendations from your guide. Choose from tours of 23 neighborhoods, including the East Village, the Upper West Side, Bushwick, Long Island City, and Roosevelt Island. For more information about the running tours and to see the list of neighborhoods and full tour schedule, please check out their website, cityrunningtours.com slash New York City. And while you're at it, make sure you check out a live tour every Saturday at 10 a.m. at their Instagram page, at City Running Tours. Thank you, Calvin. <laughs> Can we play the... Uh, the uh... Take Me Home Country Road uh, cover that I sent you. Ooh, okay. Okay. I should be able to do this. Okay, uh, let I me just... tell you a little bit about it while you're yeah. figuring that out. Uh, this is a big hit for John Denver. Uh, came out in April 1971. It was written by John Denver, Bill Danoff, and Taffy Nivert or Nivert. I just love the first name. Taffy. I love I love that name for the music <laughs> business. Come here, Taffy. I got a new song I'm working on. All right, <laughs> Bill. Uh, there are some well-known covers of this. They include Olivia Newton-John in 1973. Ray Charles did a cover in 1972. Ray Ackoff did a cover that was quite well-known in, in 1975. And uh, also 1975, Toots and the Maytals. They were uh, this version that uh, that you're going to hear soon. I hope was influenced by the Ray Charles version. I was more familiar with the Toots version, even though I'm huge Ray Charles fan. But uh, when I read this week that Ray Charles had covered it, I listened to it and I said, "Oh yeah, okay, I get that." Uh, Toots Hibbert most unfortunately passed away September 12, 2020, from COVID-19. So uh, very unfortunate because he's what a what a wonderful what a what a great singer what a great songwriter one of the real pioneers in reggae music uh in bringing it to to the west and you know right right not as well known of course as bob marley he's the best known in the west but uh i i my personal opinion just as as big a contributor to reggae music as as bob marley uh so um can we do it Yes, we can. All right. Here it is. Take Me Home, Country Road, Toots and the Maytals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hold on, sign. 
I could tell that's the first time you heard that. Yes. <laughs> Pretty fucking awesome, right? Amazing. <laughs> yes. Yes. And you can hear the Ray Charles influence right down to, wait a minute. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Ray loves to throw that, wait a minute, in there. <laughs> I think he has a, uh, I think he does that in America the Beautiful, his version. Now, wait yes, a minute. He do- yes, he does. He sure does. <laughs> <laughs> uh fantastic covers it's i i really like when like when like i guess cover reception happens when like somebody does a cover of a cover <laughs> yes because that's that's really that's really what it kind of boils down to now that you mention the ray charles influence 
Yes, absolutely. Cover of a cover. Cover of a cover. Uh, I love how music can evolve that way. I really like that. Yep, but that's that's my hands down my favorite version of that song, and I've listened to a few of them. I love it. I love it. Uh, you got something else? Another song you want to share with us? I got a. Let's see. Got a. Got a handful of songs I can. I can pick here. We're just giving you folks. We're just giving you music that we love. Saying, "Hey, man, it's all right to have a good time now." Absolutely. You know what? I got a I got a Sly and the Family Stone track here. Awesome. Want to hear if you want me to stay? Sure. All right. Sly and the Family Stone, if you want me to stay. Here you go.
lie in the family stone, putting fat into fat base. Absolutely. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that doesn't get you moving now, I'll, I'm not sure if anything will. <laughs> right? Oh, here's another great thing that makes me happy. The fucking Redditors taking on Wall Street. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man. Guys, if you don't know about this, you probably have heard about this by now because it's everywhere. It's everywhere. There was a fucking they paid for they paid for a billboard in Times Square. The redditors <laughs> just, just as a sort of fuck you. <laughs> so if you haven't heard about it, uh, big hedge fund uh, shorted GameStop. When you when you short on on a stock, that means you're betting. When you short on a company, that means you're you're betting that their stock will go down. You're you're like kicking it to you're kicking a dog when it's when it's down. Basically, mm-hmm. that's the, what's going on there. So these uh, these these uh, guys on Reddit and the little subreddit called Wall Street Bets, they got together. They started buying Game stocks. <laughs> Uh, they started buying the stock and buying the stock and buying the stock. They 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 bumped it way the fuck up, which means these uh, hedge fund people are losing billions of dollars. Not millions, billions. Billions. Yes. Billions. Hold on. <laughs> that's that's the sound of their uh, of their portfolio going into the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Should I be getting this joy, much joy from someone else's suffering? Yes. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the whole point of hedge funds is to is to capitalize on the suffering of others, quite literally. That's that's what. Yeah. Yep. I, I mean, love they, it. I think I'm, it's great. They they do it in a very interesting, sly way that I don't understand to this day how it is legal. Right. But, but they, they, oh, here's the part that kills me. Here's the part that really gets me. <clears throat> stock trade, there's a stock trading app called Robinhood. Go ahead. <laughs> Robinhood is basically an app that allows, like, basically lay people like you and me to be able to uh, buy, sell, and trade stocks. Well, like you, I went on, I checked out the app and I was like, I can't figure this shit out. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so, so Robinhood basically is supposed to make um, stock trading easy for, for the, for the little guy, you know, Robinhood put a stop, put a, an absolute hard stop to the trading of GameStop's stocks. And is is basically stonewalling any uh, along with a lot of other stock trading apps and and um, and companies like basically one stopping people from being able to buy stock in GameStop and two selling their uh, uh, selling their stock um, in some I forget what it is but some automatic automatic means that uh. That allows, like, allows the stock to uh, uh, be sold back. But here's the kicker: Robinhood is funded by one of the hedge funds that's going into the shitter right now. 
uh, the name of the hedge fund is Citadel, and they Citadel is like multi-billion-dollar hedge fund company, and they're like they're dying. They're like we are like literally watching them die right now, and as as a way of trying to um, stop the hemorrhaging, they're getting they're telling Robinhood to halt trading for this specific stock and i believe they're doing it to amc as well which um r slash uh, wall street bets um started uh latching onto as well <laughs> head of robin hood is denying that he's uh that he did this under pressure from citadel he went on cuomo uh prime time and uh and he said that uh that he was that this was this was had to do with uh, regulators and rules and this and that and uh, Cuomo wouldn't wasn't really having, having it. it. <laughs> uh, uh, he he's 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 like you know you can you can say this but it looks like this and 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 just he kept saying this looks really bad you know whatever you're explaining however you want to put this this looks bad. Yeah, it. It looks bad because it is bad. And one of the things that, like, one of the, from the chatter I'm hearing is that, um, well, for one, this is actually true. Like, class action suit is being um, lodged against Robin Hood um, for what they're doing. But it, from what I'm hearing from, like, all the chatter from the numerous friends that are just absolutely eating this shit up, it, <laughs> it seems like it it would work out in Robin Hood and in turn Citadel's favor for them to settle a class action lawsuit instead of losing like Citadel losing all of its money. This is the kind of shit Occupy Wall Street should have been doing. Unfortunately, technology wasn't, uh, I guess technology and also knowledge wasn't nearly as, uh, um, on par as it is right now um reddit reddit actually was around back in uh back in the i think the tech was there so. I, I i'm pretty sure the tech was there anyway don't get me started on occupy wall street <laughs> <laughs> i i got me started on occupy wall street I, i'm gonna leave it right there can we play uh uh that uh, second song from uh pianosaurus uh love is a two-way street all right. Give me this one. is also, of course, off of Groovy Neighborhood because that's the only uh, studio album that they they recorded, and I believe it was eighty six, eighty seven. Um, eighty seven. All right, here we go. If you're riding alone, no love to call your own. Your heart is carrying a heavy load. Just remember, love is a two-way street. Love is a two-way street. Love is a two-way street. And if you're riding high, your cares are breezing on by. You're feeling like king of the road. Love is a two-way street. Love is a two-way street. Love is a two-way street I ride on When I'm with you, all the lights are green Though there might be trouble just around the corner Cause there ain't no road map for the highway Love is a two-way street Love is a two-way street now Love 
I think I have uh, gotten Pianosaurus at least one more fan in the world. You sure enough did. <laughs> These two tracks are great. I'm going to have to check out the rest of the album. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. It's great music. It's... Played on toys. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, re it's really well done. <clears throat> The, the instruments are fantastic. The production is really well done, and um, at least from what I can tell from these two songs. And, I mean, it's just, it's like you said, it's just good music. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yes, it is. Oh, Alex, I miss you. I miss you. If you're somewhere in a cave, but with technology, and you're still, like, listening to people talk about you every now and then, come back. Come back. I don't care if your fingernails are three feet long. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever hermit life you've gotten into. We love you. We miss you. Hey, we, we, need, we need more magicians like you, man. Yes. Yeah, and just lyrically so beautiful, so upbeat. Absolutely. This is, this is absolutely beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Like... What more can you really say? Like, it's like we're we're lucky to have a platform where we can we can acknowledge and um, bring up uh, awesome stuff like this. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Uh, I uh, I'm looking forward to next week. This is I've said it before. This is one of my favorite hours of the week. Yeah, this has been this has been a lot of fun for me too, man. <laughs> yep. Like, like just uh, it just an hour to to kind of get away from everything and just just let your hair down. Well, proverbially speaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, neither of us uh, have a lot can do a lot in that department. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's what it is, man. <laughs> Cherry Street, that's another another very pretty song off the album. A lot of a lot of street songs <laughs> for one album. 
<laughs> a lot of songs that mention streets. Like uh, very, very location, location oriented. You know, got love is a two way street. You got going downtown, Cherry Street, Memphis. That's a cover. Ah, cool. Yeah, that's Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, we should play that next week. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to listen to that. Um, it's not ringing any bells, but I'm pretty sure I've heard it before. Long distance information. Give me Memphis, Tennessee. Yes. Trying to find the party. Trying to get in touch with me. She did not leave a number, but I know who placed the call. Small coat took a message and he wrote it on the wall. I want to meet this small coat. Isn't <laughs> isn't that what he says? Small coat. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I want to know a guy named named Small Coat. If that's not if that if that's not the lyric that 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 it is in my world, we got just one minute to go. So uh, let me tie things up, or say my goodbyes, or say my thank yous. Calvin, we had a little bit of a rough start, but uh, Tech Genius pulled us back. You're the best. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. It was it was hairy, but uh, worked out. Then this this may be what we do moving forward here. Whatever it takes, man. This was fun. This is great fun. And uh, yeah, thank you again. Thank you, folks at home, for listening. We appreciate it. We hope that you had fun. Uh, and come back every week. We are here live, 7 p.m., a safe space radio. You all have a wonderful evening. Have a wonderful week. Show some love to yourselves. So show some love to other people. It's important. And you know it is. Bye.